Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Young Pros Talk podcast. My name is Redmond, your host. And today's episode is episode 14, Sustainable Fashion is the Future. And my guest today is George Amo. How you doing, man? Pretty, pretty blessed to be here, you know, on a Sunday. So On a Sunday, on a Sunday yes. So I'm glad you made time to come out. Of course, you know, brother. Of course. Been. Uh, how was it? You find the place all right? Everything was good? Honestly, it was, it was pretty interesting to get here. I got here like about an hour early, you know. Figure be early than be late. So appreciate that. Why not? I'm usually you are earlier than me, which is that's you, that's the first, you know. And I like being on time. I'm very on time. Actually, I had a a date recently. <laughs> oh, tell us about that real quick. <laughs> kind of switch the rules right now. Like it's my show now. <laughs> um, uh, she was worried about being late, mm. and um, I was like, no, it's cool. I kind of plan for yeah. you to be at here at the time. Yeah. And when she was calling me, she was on her way. She was driving from the boonies. And she was like, um, I didn't know if you were like an on-time person or like a, I was like, I'm definitely an on-time person, but I kind of planned for this to be, because we're we're going to the ROM, Friday Mm -hmm. Night Live. So um, I was like, it's cool. We didn't have to be there on time. Yeah. My friend was performing. Oh, dope. So I was like... Uh, I just want to be there for the performance. So was, and he wasn't performing until like 9.30. Oh, damn. So I was like, we got time. It's all good. Yeah. So just come through. We're good. So, yeah. yeah. So back to the on-time thing. Yeah, man. Appreciate <laughs> that, you know? So we're just going to always start off with the most basic, easy question mm-hmm. before we get into the tough stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, just tell everybody about yourself, man. Okay, tell about myself. Uh, to be honest, when I get that question, I was like, where do I start off? Like I like understand everywhere, you know what I mean. Well, last 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 time I recorded, uh, Benji started off with telling his age. So okay, <laughs> okay we're gonna keep that out because uh, I already feel old enough as is. So we're gonna keep that part out. We're gonna keep that part out. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and switch it a little bit, and um, I'll tell you a little bit about what I stand for. Okay, because that's where I come from in terms of telling people myself. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. So what I stand for is pretty much um, embracing every part of authenticity Appreciate in that, anything yep. that I do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And having genuine um, conversations and interactions with people. So I, I kind of find that's really important. And what any, in everything that I do, I want to make sure that it's genuine and just just real. Yeah, you, you yeah I, I mean? appreciate that. So um, yeah, about myself, about this brand that we're, I was pretty much started up. Um, name of the brand is Huri. H-U-R-I mm-hmm. uh, My language means to jump For the translation Is someone that embraces Their inner beauty Okay So um, That yeah. sounds like a fashion thing For it, sure It sounds like a fashion <laughs> thing Trust me I'll tell you the story About how the, the first name 
But um, so you went through several names before you came to this me, one. Trust me, it's okay. like it's like when you go to business school or whatever. They, they always tell you the name should be the last thing you ever come up with. But I'm like, you know, f- like <laughs> right. I don't curse on this. You but, can definitely curse on this. Please do. <laughs> Please do. As a matter of fact, you can't be on this podcast if you don't curse. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I was just like, I was like, fuck that, because like I starting off, I wanted to. The bigger picture about finding yourself is being able to know who you are, right? Right, 100%. And you don't know who you are until you actually have a, have a name or a brand to associate to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So like, um, yeah, like, I guess the name of it, I'm, I'm gonna jump into that later. I might save that a little okay. bit for later. Okay, you know, I don't, for sure. I don't give away too much, but in, in a snapshot, um, Huri, Embrace the Movement is a slogan. And uh, what we stand for is pretty much, it's an Afrocentric a brand that meets sustainability. We kind of okay. marry those two worlds and we allow individuals to embrace the most true version of themselves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So uh, what's the language that uh, the word comes from? Okay. So I'm originally from Ghana, West Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to my Ghana peeps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whose jollof rice is better? <laughs> you can start that war right now. <laughs> but I'm going to say that for another day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it comes from uh, from Ghana. I'm originally, my, our language is tree. We okay. have different tribes and stuff, but uh, the, the most common language in, in Ghana is tree. Okay. So yeah, pretty you much. You speak it fluently? I'm like, I'm like so-so. Okay. I can fully understand you. I can uh, have, have a okay. decent conversation, but um, when it comes to like, because obviously I lived there like 11 years of my life, if not more, right? right? right. So it's like, you got to know the language. But it's like it's like mixing that with the the bit of the the slang and everything. I get you, yeah. So you you know what it is. You Have know you it is. since you've been in Canada, you feel like you've lost it a little bit? Because I, 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 I would say a little bit because I meet other people that are originally from there and they don't know the language at all. So wow, it's like really? yeah. So okay. it's like it's it's kind of sad because it's like that's your culture is you right? No, like, that's true. And and you you are your biggest brand. That's true. So it's like whether it be business or whatever and, and culture, it's like most people don't want to be defined by their culture, right? 100%. That's they true. want to kind of create their own. But yeah, like culture is definitely important. It's, it's a version of yourself and you should definitely embrace it. I'm always impressed when people speak another language because I feel like I don't yeah. speak English properly. <laughs> Plus I'm from the US. So like when I come to Canada, to it's Canada. like certain words, is it Gerard or Gerard? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like which one is it? Oh, or the man. one, you know what street name drives me crazy? What's that? Queen's Key. Yes. It's Queen's Quay. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I said that from the beginning, but they kind of look at you funny like. <laughs> it's it's Queen's Quay. I don't know why. It's, it's Queen's Quay, but they say it's Queen's Key. Um, yeah, my, my cousin was came to visit me a couple of days, yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he had a conference okay. I was going to that was some, I, I can't remember the hotel it was at, mm. on Queen's Key. Queen's Key. And so <laughs> when he was pulling up the direction, yeah. he was like, he's from Montreal. Okay. So he was like, oh, the hotel is on Queen's Quay. And I was like, <laughs> it's on Queen, that's Queen's Key. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I agree with you. Oh, it's Queen's Quay. It's Queen's Quay. To me, but it's pronounced Queen's, Queen's Key. Key. He's like, that's a Q. I'm like, I don't know why you're arguing me <laughs> about this. I agree with you. Oh, I'm just man. saying. So, so here you brand, man. Yeah. You started it. When did you start the brand? Um, So pretty much, um, I officially registered the brand. Okay. About, 
a year and six months ago. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. A, a year and six months ago. And how was that process? To oh, trust me, you gotta because you gotta file a master business license online with okay. the, the government and everything, and make sure that you know everything's in order. But um, yeah, setting that journey, like getting to that journey, because I used to I used to sell like African print um bags and mm-hmm. other products for different people, right? And I kind of noticed that I wasn't kind of I wasn't being true to myself because. I, here, here I was focusing on mass production, mm. wanting to get like the quickest thing out there to make the quickest buck, and I was like, "This, this is not right. This is not right. right. There's no substance to this, right?" Right. And right. and here I am, thinking to myself that what can I do to kind of change the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it kind of dawned on me that I need to start something of my own, and then give it that kind of uh, basically be the catalyst for other people that want to do things on their own. And and kind of be like, you know, it's okay to start your own brand. It's okay to be right. you. It's okay to embrace. It's okay to embrace you. You know what right. I mean? Right. So right. Um, that's how pretty much the brand came about. And also with uh, the issues surrounding sustainability as well. Right. Which we're going to get into. We'll for definitely sure. get into that. I don't, I, trust <laughs> me. I don't want to dive too deep into that. But um, yeah. Okay. So when you first started, now you got this fashion line, Hiri. Yeah. Hiri, it's called the Hiri Movement. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Before doing that, before even starting yeah. the brand, what made you decide you want to do fashion? Um, for me, fashion has always been a big, big part of part of my life. Um, actually, growing up, I never really cared for it. You know what I mean? If, really? if I never really cared for it, I was like, you know, if if you had to choose between getting uh, a brand new outfit or a video game for Christmas, obviously, I'll, you're going to go for the video definitely game, right? For sure, <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely going to go for the video game. But um, fashion definitely, it's it's been, it's been. I, I kind of like to see it as a, a medium between mm-hmm. um, getting yourself um, between two things, right? It's mm-hmm. like kind of like people have that conversation. They have that commonality with with food or or different things. Like fashion on its own, it's it's a culture. It's it's a movement, right? Okay, right. And right. I saw that as a as a as a gateway to starting a conversation on something much bigger than myself. Right, right. Okay. So how long have you been doing fashion though? I would say I've been doing fashion about two, three years now. Okay. Yeah, two, three years. And I've been loving every every part of the process. Really? Yeah. Every part of the process. Trust me, the ups and the downs, there's been many downs. Because I'm like, I love the podcast, but the process can be kind of... <laughs> I'm like, uh, do I want to go meet with this person this evening or do I want to go home you and get, get those, some pizza? You right? know, right? You just want to order some pizza and chill. And he's like, damn, I got to go do this. But they, they tell you if you love what you do, you never have to That's work true. a day in your life, right? That's true. So, so do you find, because this is what I'm finding with me doing the podcast, yeah. because my my schedule in November is just busy. It's just meeting people. No, November it's, is just that month. It's, it's, it's like meeting people. And you know, I've been trying to book as many people. Yeah. As I can Because I know December Not seeing anybody You're not seeing no one Not seeing anyone But what I'm finding Yeah With myself mm-hmm. With all these meetings Or going to an event And all of these things I'm not spending a lot of time at home mm. Like do you feel like You're spending less time at home Because you're always out Running Getting things together Trying to Build your brand up It's funny you bring this up Because I actually I called my aunt today mm-hmm. And she's like The first thing she said When I When I when she picked up Was like Oh this is a rare treat <laughs> She's like Yeah She's like I never I've never heard from you From the longest time And I'm like I'm so sorry auntie 
um, my my mom complains about not having me home because it's like because she's visiting from back home, right? Mm-hmm. So she's here for like I don't know the next two three months ish. Okay, so okay, it's like whatever good. time she, we can spend together. Obviously, it's it's, it's precious, but I, I I explain to her like, yo, mom, I'm working on my brand right now. I'm trying to get this out there, and it's like uh, parents can be your biggest critics and your biggest support system at the same time. Hundred percent. So yeah. it's like it's it's not mix in between. I find that with. Relationships too. Ooh, that's because you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> because um, you know, I I shouldn't I shouldn't talk about this, but just, like just a little, 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 um, little bit. So I was in a relationship for some time. Okay, and then we broke up, mm. and um, for the best probably. Well, definitely yeah. for the best. Look at you now. But <laughs> <laughs> that is not a shot. Put that out there. That is not a that's shot. That's not a shot. That's not a shot. <laughs> but um, I find that now because, like I said, I'm meeting with so many people. Like, I'm never home. Mm. I'm finding that, like, because of me trying to work on my initiatives. Yeah. That I, I feel like I wouldn't have time for her, mm. which is unfair to her. That is true. Would have been unfair to her. Yeah. So like now that I'm busy and I'm looking at it and I'm like out and about and I'm recording like like you said we recording on a Sunday on a Sunday like usually I'm in sweat I legit thought about wearing sweatpants to the studio today <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like man. would 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 Ross and Laura be cool me coming with sweatpants or is there like a dress code that I should be abiding by oh, while man. I'm in the studio on a Sunday <laughs> you know <laughs> so but uh, yes like I, I definitely like. I'm finding now like a relationship for me is like it, I just wouldn't have the time yeah. you know because there's so much stuff you want to do you know and I don't know what your you know situation status is you know as far as that but like is that something you felt like if you were or if you are I, I currently am in a relationship okay. you know shout out to my girl uh, Brittany you know she's watching right now she probably will be watching like, I'm gonna make her watch you know? okay make her watch and then make her friends watch and then make her friends friends watch exactly. and then exactly. <laughs> and then it's like continues exactly. <laughs> but yeah like she's she's been a honestly she's been a major major factor to this brand as well that's you what's what I up. mean because um, you, you need to find a partner that that complements you mm-hmm. and, and allows you to grow as an individual as well so I find uh, we've been dating uh, next next year is going to be like probably four years. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Four wow. years. Congratulations, yeah, man. Th- thanks. Thanks, brother. Very happy for yeah. people that can do it because obviously I'm not one of them. No, so. you, you can do it. It's just about as cliche as it sounds, finding the right person. No, it's true. And, it's true. And just going from there, you know, it's true. So she's been supportive. Was she? So y'all were dating before. So you, y'all were dating before you started the brand. She, she saw the process. Okay. She was, she was she there. She knows. From, she knows. Okay. She knows. So she, it's like, it's good. You know what I've learned is that it's good to have somebody, even if it's not the like a relationship. Yeah. But people that are around that support you before you make it big, so to speak. Exactly. You know, because there are people that have been supporting my podcast. Yeah. Like people like you, right? Who are coming on and um, doing the podcast with me. And at some point, like, <clears throat> I mean, before, like... It was very difficult to get people on because mm. I'm unknown, right? I'm starting a product. I'm starting a new brand. Yeah. And nobody knows about it. So then you have to come up with this elevator pitch, as they call it. That's what they call it, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, and and develop something <clears throat> to get to people for people to be interested. Yeah. You know? And for the longest time, I tell you, my friend was like, you need to get video. You need to get... I tell you something crazy. Some A guy told me once. <laughs> he was right. But how he said it was wrong. Mm. So 
I was just before I started the podcast. This had to be 2016. 2016, not too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago, but it's been some time. Yeah. So I was talk. I was at this networking event, and it might have been the same networking event I met you at, okay. but like a few years back. Okay. And um, <clears throat> this guy was talking to me. It was a group of us, and it was this other guy. And I was telling him about the podcast. And he was telling me like, you know what? You should really get your stuff on YouTube, get your face out there, mm. blah, 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 blah. And I'm going along with it. And I don't really want to, because that's not like, I didn't, I didn't want no visibility for me. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't want nothing with me. And then he was like, you know, yeah, you should do the video in portion because no offense. And I was like, oh shit. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. You short for a black guy. <laughs> this is what he told me, man. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know. Like, this advice you're giving me is actually valid and good advice. But, but if you're giving it to me for that reason. It's kind of like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like shocked. I was like, yeah. in my response, when I hear something, when I hear something dumb, <laughs> then I have to say something dumb in return. Mm. And so I just kind of went on a rant and stuff. So, you know, uh, lost track of what I was saying of what the point of about that was. Yeah, but the whole thing is like finding people that would be stick with you from the beginning. Exactly. You know, and so like, have you found those people outside of your girlfriend? Are there other people that are like they've been there, they've seen the process, they helping you get to the next level? To be honest, um, it's just random people that I meet because mm-hmm. I find that. My circle has always been really small, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think from my, for myself growing up, I never really had that many people around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then it's because from my, from a young age, and my mom would always tell me this: it's always good to have your circle small mm-hmm. and enjoy your comp- your own company <laughs> rather to have it large and to always feel alone. Okay, you know, that's, well, that's like deep. That's something yeah, I gotta think. <laughs> My mom is like on some next level spirituality, but um, yeah, like I always think about it and I always find it with people, they, they, they try not to spend time with themselves mm-hmm. and that, I feel like that's the most important thing you have to do Yeah, is to spend time with yourself right, to understand right. how you are and yeah. you know what I mean? Because if you don't know you and you don't love you, you can't love somebody else, right, right? Right. So you spend, I guess that's a good thing when you spend time with yourself. So like, when you're coming up with ideas, like mm-hmm. when something is fresh for you, yeah, like how do you do? What's your process to my, like? Okay, my process behind it. Um, usually, I spend a lot of time with my family, so my cousins. Um, okay. they're they they've been supportive, like mm-hmm. from the jump, right? They've they give ideas here and there, and I kind of run things by them. Okay, but in like in terms of coming up with ideas and stuff, to be honest, uh, I would say nature. Mm. Nature has always been my my big inspiration because. Without nature, fashion would not exist. It's very true. You know? It's very true. That's like the truest statement that it's, 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 can be made. It's honestly the realest shit. <laughs> nature can exist, can exist without fashion, but fashion can't exist without nature. So wow. it's like we have to do our part to, to nurture our planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Not yeah. to get all you know, eco-friendly on you, but because <laughs> I will. <laughs> hey, hey, go go for it, man. Okay, we need sustainable future of fashion. Mess that up again, but it's all good. <laughs> no, we have to because like, honestly, for myself, like I said, my biggest inspiration comes from nature right? and through the spirit of uh, creative co- collaboration. Right, right. You know what I mean? And what, by creative co- collaboration, what I mean is seeing what other people are doing, acknowledging them, 
and then finding ways to take what they're doing to a different level. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So Th- that's that's great. So with the uh, with your fashion line, yeah, it focuses on you know eco friendly, sustainable fashion. Yeah. So first, well, let's let's jump back. When, when were you introduced to like environmental sustainability, climate, like all those things that surround um, the environment? And then we could talk about how you bridge that with fashion. Okay. <clears throat> so pretty much bringing it back to how I was introduced to um, environmental sustainability. Um, I went to I went to Ryerson. Okay. I was there for about four to five years. And I kid you not, when I was graduating, I still didn't know what I wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, there was this one course that you could take. It was like um, different electives you could take, right? right? So I was like, you know what? Let me just take this class. It seems pretty interesting. Why not? So I go there the first day and um, the person teaching it is uh, Professor uh, Rachel Dodds, um, an amazing, amazing professor. Um, mm-hmm. She's actually been a big, a big part of my vision and, and, and drive behind sustainability. Mm-hmm. And she was the toughest when it came to that class. Like she was like, that class was so damn hard. <laughs> like, bro, I can't even begin. So wait, what made you love it then if, if it was so hard? You know, it's so funny because... When you think about it, the easiest things in life, you don't appreciate them. Okay. You don't, you don't appreciate them. That's true. But the harder it is, the more memorable it is. And, That's and, true. and the journey of getting through that hard moment will be with you forever. And be like, yeah. yo, you remember that time we thought we'd never get to that instance, but we got through That's it? That's true. That's true. It makes you be like, yo, I can get through anything. But if it was yeah. too easy, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. That's very you true. You know what I mean? But yeah, basically getting to that class, learning about what's going on on our planet mm-hmm. and understanding that you know, we have a lot of stuff to do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially as millennials, because we, we are the first generation to understand um, issues surrounding climate change. Right. And we're right. the last generation to do something about it. Right. You know, right, right. so it's something we really have to think about and, and, and band together to understand what we have to do to, to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So the class was hard. The class was hard. Like, <laughs> I still like. <sighs> but what was the most, the thing that you took away the, you know, Outside of the got to focus on environmental sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. What was something you really learned, you know, that was like, oh, shit. Like, this is something I want to utilize and push forward through whatever I'm doing in my life. Um, Basically, because with that class, we would go on field trips and certain things. Right. Mm -hmm. And we would um, they basically teach us about what's going on in the industry in certain parts. And uh, a major um, section of that class was going online to mm. find videos that are addressing sustainability. Okay. So I find that part to be so key because the more I went online to find videos, mm-hmm. the more I found myself seeing how messed up our planet really is. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And especially with <clears throat> fashion being the, sec- the second largest polluter in the, in the industry, right. in the world. Right. You know what I mean? This is, we're talking about a trillion dollar business. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So with this, this business model, even not even bringing it to fashion, but in general, like we need to understand that our planet by, by 2050, I think they said, um, there'll be more plastics in the ocean than any, and wildlife. Wow. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. With the, if you know how much wildlife is in the ocean exactly you know what I mean <laughs> like in this there's like when I say so much like some of it is, and hasn't even been identified yet or, yeah. or, or classified or you know charted yet so that's crazy to think that like by 2050 there will be more plastic in the ocean than there are 
life than there is life. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, but sorry, continue with the, um, the class and the, in the, yeah, the, the videos. The class was, the class sorry, was the hard videos. as shit. Um, <laughs> I still would take it again because, you know. So, wait, how'd you do? You don't have to give it. I barely passed. <laughs> I barely passed, but um, learning lesson. Always, always, uh, always go with your gut and understand that the journey is the most important, not the destination. The That's destination true. was below average, but the, de- <laughs> but, but the journey of the destination made me appreciate that below average mark so much more. So, <laughs> so. Hey, yo, at least listen, you're on the podcast now yeah. talking about the class, you know, yeah. uh, there are probably a lot of people that did below average. Trust me, man. That, or had to take the class over. Or didn't most make it likely, the, most likely. Most <laughs> likely, I, I actually, I actually recommended the class to this one girl. I don't know how she did, but um, you know, you know, shout out to her if she got through it. Hopefully we have she to did. find out. You have to follow up with her. We and, will. And we see. will. The next time, if, if I get invited back on this show, oh, definitely, man. Definitely, will, this we'll is bring definitely, that up. you definitely are invited anytime, man. Just hit me up and be like, I want to talk about because you know we're talking about you, your brand, and and fashion for sure. Exactly. And, but I def- definitely want to talk more about the environmental. Sustainability side, yeah, there's so, you know, so many because um, there's so many aspects of. It. Actually, I just donated to this company, yeah, um, called Project Sahai. I think I pronounced it right. I don't know if I okay. did. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go. With she, if if the executive director of that organization sees this, she'll be like, "Nah, he didn't she do it right." <laughs> but um, it, basically, it's a it's a it's a. So there's this there's a. Model named Grace Mahari. Okay. Who I had the pleasure of meeting once, like a couple years back. Mm-hmm. And um, she has a um, nonprofit called Project Sahai. Okay. That focuses on clean air, like solar energy in Africa, different parts of Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I donated. Yeah. I seen it. I can't. I, and I, you know, I'm just. A little bit about my background. My day job works with okay. environmental sustainability. You that's, know, how, like, that's how this all started, this, people. <laughs> that's how this all started. So, so like, and it's a it's it's a big issue, man. Like mm. that, I'm learning more about that I didn't know. like. First of all, like it, it's one of those things that's like it's a people problem, right? It's a problem for definitely, everybody. Definitely. It affects everybody, no matter your cultural background, no matter where you are ge- geographically. Like it affects you, definitely. right? And so I'm learning more about different things as far as like fossil fuels and like, you know, we could do more clean energy uh, solutions yeah, and like things like um, lowering carbon emissions mm-hmm. and like these things are important because it, it affects the earth, you it know? Does. And one thing I think about is like, obviously if you, I, I know some people don't, but if you believe in evolutionary mm-hmm. process, mm-hmm. right? It's definitely something that will affect the biology of people in the future. That, or not, not just people, actually, but life in general. Our entire yeah. ecosystem. The entire ecosystem. You know, you yeah. got some summers are hotter, some winters are colder, or maybe they're warmer. Um, and then there's more radiation coming through the um, atmosphere Yeah, from the sun, which yeah. is not good, you know, because that stuff is... Deadly for us Exactly Especially with like The UV rays Right With the We have different layers That protect us From that stuff Right Right right. And when those layers Right now those layers Most of those layers Are kind of They're kind of Penetrated through Right Because right. of all of, of all like The greenhouse gases And everything That's right. been Bringing the environment And 
the more and more because they tell you they tell you vitamin D is good for you, right? We get vitamin D from the sun, right? But if most of the layers that are protecting us from the harsh rays of the sun are depleted, then what's happening to us in the long run? We're getting all these skin cancers. We're getting yeah. these certain things that are not meant to be there. And very soon, like the the earth might be so uninhabitable for us to be on the surface. We may have to. That's what people are talking about building cities underground or wanting to yeah. you know start yeah. a life on on a different planet. Sustainable but, cities is another thing that yeah, this, is a focus. You know, so outside of the class, though, did you yeah. start to do your own research on like, obviously the cat, the class motivated you to look more into yeah, the, the class was definitely a catalyst. It was a catalyst towards the, the bigger conversation. So what did you do more research outside of the class? Like after the class? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A- after the class had ended, I was like, yo, this is this is an issue. I really have to take it upon myself to find out more about. Mm-hmm. So I was finding I was doing more research. Um, I'm actually. I've actually enrolled in several sustainability courses online. Okay. To, yeah, I'm actually in one right now. So wait, you can do that. Like, is it is it like a college um, that does that, or is it like? Um, no, you can you can do it through a separate party. Okay. And they actually give you like this little certificate at the end of it saying you've completed this course, and okay. it's so intensive, but at the same time it's rewarding because it's stretched out. Um, there's different uh, sections to it, mm-hmm. and it's stretched out um, for six weeks. And it's like they make you like log in each week and then see what's going on. I'm actually on, I think, week three right now. Mm -hmm. But it explains so much more. And um, another thing that I'll mention is um, when it comes to sustainability, we tend to think more about the environment and just the environment itself when it comes to like getting better. But that's we need to understand that there's more components to that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's part of like three other sections, making four in total. So the first one being economic. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. with the economic side we have to understand that um there's a whole different side to it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like companies right now because of the whole fast fashion model right they're producing right, more right you know what i mean so like maybe a handbag that you buy today might be more you know sustainably sourced but they're making more of it than we actually need right you know what okay, i mean so okay companies and businesses in their pursuit to be better in this consumerism society, mm-hmm. that's what's causing our downfall because we keep asking for more, keep wanting more. Mm-hmm. And then we bring it to the second aspect of it, which is the cultural element. Mm-hmm. And that part pretty much talks about the the repair side of things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, when people, when they wear certain things, they necessarily wouldn't want to... I actually found this, this fun fact that the average outfit goes through about seven, seven wears before it's thrown out. Really? Yeah. And most people would rather... I think uh, it was a study done in, in some part of Europe. Most people would rather buy a new outfit than to wash their old clothes. Really? That's uh, that's how crazy it is. But could that be <clears throat> dependent dependent upon the quality of the clothing, or is this just in general? I think with in general, the whole fast fashion model, right, is well, it's surrounded by non like cheap quality, right? You exactly, know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how that's how they get their collections out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're not buying quality stuff, you're more likely to to keep buying more. And I'll even say for myself, uh-huh. that's what I do. I'm not going to say where I shop. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. It's pretty inexpensive. Mm. And some of it is pretty nice. But a part of the issue I've found with this clothing yeah. is that after a few washes, it's faded. It's, it's faded. You- but I, I don't throw it out. Okay. Right? Like I'll wear it. On around the house Or maybe yeah. like Now it turns into like Clean up clothes Yeah You know what I mean Like yeah. like t-shirts I tend to not throw out Okay um, And t-shirts are probably One of the things that Wear 
wear the most. You know, like they wear out the most, oh, the yeah. fastest. Oh yeah. And I tend to like, I keep them though because like now I just have a big drawer of like old t-shirts that I like just wear when I'm around when I'm lounging around the house. So it doesn't go to like it goes to a good good use. Yeah. You know. Um, but basically, yes, I'm one of the culprits, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want them because I like good quality. Yeah. Because I find that you pay a little bit more. Yeah. You pay a lot more. You should <laughs> pay a lot more. <laughs> you pay a lot more. <laughs> but it definitely lasts much longer. You know, like I, I bought a in between jacket coat. It's kind of like yours. Okay. Like I call it an in between season coat. In between you know? season coat. Like okay. it's between. It's like from summer to f- summer, to like fall to winter, and then like between winter and spring. Like okay. you need this coat. And um, I was looking all over for it, and I couldn't find exactly what the design I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And then I found it at one store, but it cost like two hundred bucks. And yeah. I was eventually like, mm, like I'm always hesitant. Yeah, because when you see the price, you're just like, exactly. I, like, yeah. is it worth it? Yeah. And then the quality was great, and I was like, this jacket is gonna last me probably five. Better last you for that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I see what, what you're saying is like, I, I I noticed that for myself. Yeah. You know because and I that I guess that goes back to the economy portion too because it the. Like if you're making a particular income, then that's probably what you're going to do is buy the quick fashion. Yeah. You know? So like are there is there ways to make quick fashion sustainable though? Eco friendly and eco friendly? At this day and age, I would say the best way for you to make quick fashion sustainable mm-hmm. would be through resale. So let's say mm-hmm. you have a certain outfit that you have and instead of you, you've used it for enough, you know what right, I mean? And instead right. of throwing it away or whatever, um, set something up online where you can set like a clothing drive or mm-hmm. find people to meet up with. Just get get it going and get the most, most life cycles out of it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we have to do our part to make sure that it stays within the circulation because about 95% of, te- of um, textiles end up in our landfills. Wow. 95%. And, and 95%, 95? Of those, yeah, 95% of those textiles could have been recycled. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that, that, that accounts to like, that shows you how much is being. That's like everybody's. That's everybody's like everybody. clothes. Everybody's pretty clothes. much been thrown away into exactly. a landfill. It's, exactly. Because they're not taking it upon themselves to, you know, find a longer life cycle to it. Right. You know right. what I mean? So fast fashion, in that sense, you can make it upon yourself in the individual aspect to make it more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in a general business scheme, fashion, fast fashion is not sustainable. Okay, I see. And why is that? Because it's always just you're producing too much. You're always pro- overproducing. Exactly. Because fashion itself, it's it's a very intensive mm-hmm. resource. It's very it demands a lot. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, like the growing of the kind, right. the the land that you have to use, right. the, the water you have to use that goes into it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I heard something once that like agriculture, yeah. and um, and um, clothing, yeah, actually uses like the most the highest percentage of the fresh water we have to produce a good amount which is is crazy it you is know? so with that do you need i guess you do need to use fresh water for like the growing of stuff but like when mm-hmm. you're in doing production do you need yeah. to use fresh water like to i don't know anything this might sound like a dumb question no no you know but not, like it's not, it's not. can you use salt water to create clothing or would something in the, the the minerals in the salt water just erode the clothing somehow? 
I haven't done enough research into that. I'll be honest with you. Okay, cool. But I feel like freshwater is basically the the main source that is being used right now, right? Right. But that could be another thing that we could look into because there's so much of salt water. Right. So why why are we not tapping into that? Because we can distill that and then use a certain amount of it, right? It's possible. Right. It's possible. So that hey, that's a conversation right now. Because there is a process to remove salt water. The salt, the salt from the water, the yeah. salt from water, because they do it now. That's they, how you get sea yeah, salt, right? Yeah. They they extract the salt, yeah, from the um water, water somehow. So does that turn into like, is that still salt water? Like I don't know. I'm not a a water um person or like you know <laughs> like I don't know a lot about like the the behind the process of water and yeah. extracting like what happens with that. I should yeah. maybe I'll definitely look it up now. Let me write that down. I'll yeah, look right, it up. Yeah. But um I don't know if that's a possibility or if it's even something that's already been doing that's already being used. You know what it is? It's it's definitely possible. But mm-hmm. organizations are not gonna do it. You know why? It costs money. Right. right. And if something costs money, it cuts into their bottom line. Right. And right. if we're not making that conversation known Cause we have to take it upon ourselves to make them know that this is what we want. Right. Cause you know, I basically, our purchasing power is important and mm-hmm. these companies rely on us. So if we're not making right. that conversation a part of what we stand for, right. then right. they're pretty much going to go with their same business model. So it's right. definitely possible. We okay. just have to make it apparent and make them want to decide that this is worth investing into. Right. Right. So, Let's go back to you a little bit, man. We've been doing a lot of this environmental, which yeah. is a great conversation, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly, exactly. And it's a conversation that needs to be had, and it's conversations that you don't usually hear people talking about. Yeah. Actually, there's a session, there's like an event. Um, I don't know if, I can't remember if it's passed already yeah. or if it's still coming up. I don't think I can go, but um, it's, I think it's called Carbon Talks. Carbon Talks, okay. Or something like that. And it's basically having the conversation with family about environmental uh, sustainability because it's a tough conversation it is. now to have it is. with people, you know, because people, it's, it's much easier to, to like not think about those things, you know, because it is like, what can you do? Right. Like, I think that's how, that's not how I'm thinking about it. Yeah. That's how I feel like some people are like, what can I do? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Or they don't have the right, the proper information, the proper education, mm-hmm. not education as an academic, but I mean like people aren't, they're not being informed properly yeah. about, these things to to um be able to to do something about them because even for myself i remember i hear a lot of a big thing is saving the bees yeah right and i didn't know anything about the bees the bees right i'm like i just know my vegan aunt won't let me have honey (laughs) (laughs) outside of that i didn't know anything and then i had a i was talking to a colleague about it Mm -hmm. and she put it to me very simply Mm. she was like you know if the bees die we die and i was like oh this is probably something i should learn more about yeah so with the eco uh and then I want to get back to talking about the fashion stuff. Yeah, don't, we'll take the, as much time as you need on the, <laughs> on the environment. Trust me. With the eco-friendly thing, do you find that the information is actually accessible to people? Or like, like I don't know if it's not accessible. It's accessible, but is it been easily presented where people can find it easily and learn about it and be a part of it? I would say, because for me, finding this stuff, I'm not going to lie, it was a bit challenging. Mm-hmm. But... um Especially finding these courses that actually teach you about it. Like mm-hmm. I just came up about it 
because I will, I took it upon myself to research right. into it. It was your own initiative. It was my own initiative. Mm-hmm. Like you can find this stuff online, but the thing is with people's attention spans being so short. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they'd rather watch a video on something else than research that. So right. I noticed even just bringing it back a little bit to the academic side. Um, I saw this thing recently where they're introducing it. I think some part of Europe, maybe Italy, mm-hmm. with actually um, putting environmental environmental um, sustainability courses inside the curriculum mm-hmm. of of schools, mm-hmm. which I think is like, and they're making it mandatory. Mm-hmm. And I find that very like that's that's definitely progress right yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Because for sure. they understand that if we're not teaching our kids about this, yeah, you know what I mean. Then they have they are the the faces of the future. That's very true, and it's definitely a conversation that. Or um, something when I was growing up that I don't remember being taught about. Exactly. Not maybe not until like maybe maybe high school it came up a little bit. Mm-hmm. University it definitely came up. Yeah. Because university there are so many people that are have so many movements right. There's oh, yeah. so many student movements. So oh, yeah. you hear oh, yeah. about stuff. But like, I even recently for me I'm like what can I do better? You know. And I was I was actually talking to a guy. I recently I had a meeting with, and um. He was talking about recycling and I learned a lot about recycling that I didn't know. Like most stuff that we recycle actually don't end up getting recycled yeah. and reused, which was like, yeah. really? You know, and, and it, it's crazy because I feel like it's a mental thing for me. Like even when I recycle, I'm like, that's making me feel better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I get this plastic bag, which I try not to get plastic bags. Yeah. But if I recycle it, it makes me feel much better. Mm-hmm. But then to find out that it's probably not even being recycled. It's not. To be reused And What am I doing Right So he said One of the things We focus a lot We focus a lot on recycling Yeah But we never talk about The other two R's Which is Reduce And reuse I'm, I'm gonna take it even further And be like There's four R's Okay There's four R's <laughs> So you didn't know about I that I didn't know about the four R <laughs> I didn't know about that either <laughs> But I'm ready to hear about it Yeah So obviously you know about the reduce mm-hmm. You know what I mean Reduce your amount Your intake Mm-hmm to reuse, mm-hmm. whether it be your everyday um, stuff around the house or mm-hmm. even with the fashion side to it. Mm-hmm. But then when we bring it back, especially with the fashion context, mm-hmm. the forest, there's resale. Okay, right, right, right. The re- I okay. kind of brought it back to the economy yeah, right there, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so the yeah. resale part of that, you know what I mean? Making uh, sure that we extend that life cycle to that, to right. that item. Okay, you know I mean? so that would be more. I guess that's with anything, right? Oh, with anything, with anything, with anything. not just clothing. Not just know? clothing, but like that is a good uh, case. Yeah, because a lot of times, if something doesn't have its use, mm-hmm. or I'll give it. There's a fifth R. There's a, okay, there's a fifth R that I just <laughs> came up with. <laughs> okay, <laughs> repurpose. That's that's the R I was gonna get into. The next oh. R, the final R. Oh, <laughs> see. <laughs> So you got out of ours. I thought I was being fancy nah, over nah, here. I, was nah. like, <laughs> I beat you to it. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I got this for her. I just thought about it. Repurpose. It came oh, to me. Man. I own that. And you're like, ours. I was going to tell her. I was going to give it to you later. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, talk about the, uh, the, so, fire, man. So yeah, the, first, the first three, reduce, reuse, repair. Oh, actually no, reduce, reuse, uh, resale. The last R is repair. Okay. Yeah. So basically with, um, Let's take it from a fashion standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if something is torn or ripped or any, it's like kind of mangled or whatever. Mm-hmm. If we pretty much sew it up or mm-hmm. patch it up in a way, that could extend the, the life cycle of that that particular item. Okay, but it's like we're so, especially when this in this economy right now, we're so much in this buy and throw away society, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's like we buy it, 
it has a little tear in it or it kind of loses a bit of its color and then we throw mm, it away. Right. And that's, what, that's what's being in our landfills right now. Yeah. And, and right now in our landfills, like I said, 95% of the textiles mm-hmm. end up there. Those textiles are emitting greenhouse gases. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Because the production used in making those, those garments, the gases are being emitted from those garments itself. And that's what's going into our, our, our ozone layer. That's depleting the ozone layer. And that's what's causing it. That's what's making the whole thing about global warming. It's, it's, it's fastening it up. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like everything has a cause and effect. Wow. Everything has a cause and effect. Like <sighs> you, you, trust me, when I first saw like greenhouse gases come from these textiles, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Wow, I know people are listening. Like, if you thought we were just gonna talk about fashion, <laughs> you got nothing, <laughs> nothing coming. This exactly. is not just a fashion talk. Mm. This is an eco-friendly fashion talk. You already know. Okay, but you know they do. Um, don't they use a? I've seen something where they use trash. Yeah. To create, um, like gas. I think it is, or or fossil fuels, or something like that. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where where I seen this, and I have to. I have to look it up and then okay. we'll connect again. But yeah. there was something where they have like big, cause there's always big acres of land. Yeah. They put trash in these, in these, um, areas, mm-hmm. um, and they cover it. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving like my interpretation and it's probably not the accurate yeah. uh, explanation of it. Mm-hmm. And it produces gas, like methane gas, I think. And they use that for energy. Well, and- Again, I'm not going to speak too much on that topic because I don't know too much about it. Okay, for sure. But um, I know from a major part, some parts of methane gas come from animals themselves. Right. That's right. why people are like, you know, vegan, pro-vegan and everything because these animals are emitting these gases, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what also causes, that's a part of the whole greenhouse gas emission right, crisis, right. right? But in terms of using those gases for energy, I, I think I, I saw a little blurb about using methane glass towards um, renewable energy. Right. I saw, I saw. I think I saw the article. I didn't. I don't remember too much about it. But when we definitely reconnect next time, okay, it's definitely worth looking into. But I know methane compared to most um, greenhouse gases, methane is the one of those things that we can definitely use in terms of getting renewable energy. Right. Because it's it's, it's a natural gas. Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah. something. Like I think I read something about the earth was pretty much at one point methane gas mm. or something. And then there's there's like a planet, not a planet, like um. A moon, I think it's Titan, mm. which I think is one of Jupiter's moons. That's all methane. It has the same makeup of Earth, like its land mass and all of that. Yeah. But instead of uh, water, yeah, everything is like methane. Like it's like methane rain, methane, um, whatever, however water is. But I'm gonna fact check to that yeah, too. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't know I, how we ended up on planets, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so. Uh, uh, let's talk about the fashion, man. So, do you remember, like, doing your first design and my, my first design and Oof. how and getting it like not? So, we could talk about the very first design you ever made, and yeah. then we can talk about the very first one you actually got created, printed, and made, and you was holding it in your hand. You know, okay. Like, so, the very first design, like I made and I held in my hands, um, it was like it was like the worst piece of shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> what? What made it bad, man? What? It was just like because the idea to make it was there, mm-hmm. and then when I actually tried to do it, it was just it was trash. Because like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. Um, the cloth was just uneven. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of the hat was just so bad. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, can I really do this? Mm. Oh wow, you actually had I, doubts about I, it. I, I had doubts to it, and it's like you have to decide in that moment whether or not this is important to you. 
Mm-hmm. And if it's enough to get through that pain mm-hmm. of changing to become a better version of yourself. So how long did you work on that design though? Bro, it's been... Until I got it to where I want it to be, it took about three three years. Wow. So you've been working on it yeah. for a long time. A long time. Wow. A long time. Because and- the business has been... Like I said, I officially registered it about a year and six months ago, right? Okay. And that's when I had... A, I didn't even have the finished product then. That's when I just wow. I registered the name. You didn't have no product. I didn't have no product, but I registered the name because I knew in my heart of hearts that this is something that I wanted to come into fruition. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it's been a three-year journey of me wanting to to create this thing yeah, yeah. that I, it seems so far away at the time. Right. But now it's like, I look at it, my journey now and it's like, whoa. Yeah, I know. Where, where I'm, I, I don't even consider myself there yet. I'm still learning and still adapting because yeah. I want to do so much more. A hundred percent. I agree. With, I feel not just agree with you, but I understand <laughs> how you feel mm. because um, from myself recently, I um, so this logo that you can see, Young Pro Stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got it redesigned. Okay. Right? <clears throat> then one of my friends who was on the podcast. Oh. Dope. Um. That does stand up comedy. Mm. Um, I got these like a week ago. These the mugs, <laughs> and I sent him a picture like, "Hey, I got the mugs." Yeah, and he was just like, "Yo, the design is so great!" Like he was like, "It's inspiring." Oh wow! And I was like, "Yeah, that was my reaction." Like wow, and he was like, "Just to see where you come from," because the the old logo was garbage. I, I haven't okay. even seen the old logo. You will, I can't even find it, which is good. I don't know where it's at. And I just wanted to stay lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Don't know, worry. It might pop. You have, you have an iPhone? Eh, no, I don't have an iPhone. No, so you won't pop up. <laughs> it won't pop up. <laughs> because on my iPhone, um, sometimes the old logo pops up on the uh, iTunes feed. Oh, okay. yeah. And I don't know how because I've changed all of that. I'm gonna borrow my sister's iPhone just to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but the old, but the old, um, the old logo was not great. Mm. And um, and my friend was basically like, "It's inspiring to see where you come, where you, how far you've come from yeah. when you first started it, and you were doing this, and you, the logo, and." You know, it wasn't really what I wanted, but I paid some money for it. And I was like, I guess I have to use it yeah. now. And mind you, I was, I didn't have a lot of money to do it. Like I, I took a loan from my grandmother mm. um, of $500 to start doing everything. Okay. And I used that money to get a logo, to like get a website, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So I can understand how you feel yeah. with, and, and. Getting to that journey, going through that journey, and now feeling like, has anybody said to you, like, wow, I remember when you were trying to do it, uh-huh. and now you're here, yeah. like, I'm very, it's inspiring. Like I said, I'll bring it back to, like, my girl obviously has been, she has seen the progress. Right. But my, my cousins, my cousins have seen it as well, because I remember one time, um, one of my cousins, uh, when I first showed the first product, the entry-level product, which mm-hmm. which I'm wearing right now. I showed it okay. to him and he was like, you have to explain about the entry level. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. <laughs> yeah. But I showed it to him. He was like, man, I don't know if this is it. <laughs> he, he told me straight up because like the thing I love about him, he's, he's just so blunt. Yeah. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, yo, I know my journey isn't done. Mm-hmm. My journey mm-hmm. is just getting started. Mm-hmm. So, and I showed him the new one, the new one. And he's like, he looked at me and he's like, Man, you come a long way, man. <laughs> like these, he he just when he first saw it, because he was one of the first people to see the new design, mm-hmm. and he's like, he looked at me and smiled, and he's like, you come a long way, man. Wow. And that's his way of saying, yo, this is this is 
This is this is real. Yeah, and it feels good too to hear it, that, it does. man. It does. It feels good because even I was like, you know, I, you know, I'm like, I could tell we like almost on the same wave right we now are. because I'm like, man, it was feeling like the feeling I got when he told me that. Yeah, was you need to keep going. Mm. You got to keep going. Yeah. You getting you getting to you getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not probably going at the pace you wanted to go at, yeah. but it's definitely getting there. You know. And so now, which I just want to bring up, I seen a video oh. recently, you know, okay. so there's a video with the new hat, the yeah. new, <laughs> the, um, and you're advertising, oh, it's an advertising video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to, I meant to put that in the outline, but I forgot, uh, but I was like, good. you know what, I got to ask him about that. Mm-hmm. So when it, how long did it take you to do the video for that? Um, I'll be honest with you, uh, with that video, the original cast that I had for it, mm-hmm. when the day came, they all they all bailed on me. Wow. They, they all bailed on me. And if you guys are watching this, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> the, the the thoughts and opinions of a young pro star yeah, guest yeah. are not reflective <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> but no, I, honestly, no, I, I retract my statement and I'm going to turn that into a thank you. Mm-hmm. Because if it had not been for you canceling, I wouldn't have been able to find that group of people that I found mm-hmm. and turn it into something so organic. Mm-hmm. Um, with that video, um, shout out to my boy Juan. Um, he did the the production behind that and mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a visionary man. That, that guy is going places and I'm just so glad to be, to have met him and to know okay. him and he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Amazing yeah. guy. So, but nice. Juan was in charge of the, the videography for that and I worked with uh, another photographer on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Enrique, he's, uh, we recently just met but he's, he's a dope, dope guy as well. But for that video concept, um, it was because like, I, I like to have my, 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 my shoots with scripts. Makes you know sense. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a big fan of people that show up to, to shoots where it's just like they're modeling whatever they're modeling. And then it's like, you know, it just seems pretentious bullshit to me. You know yeah, what I mean? I feel you. So it's like I want it to be, I want it to be different. I like to create a narrative behind what I do because mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's so funny because when you create a narrative behind anything you do, there's more retention in it because mm-hmm. it's like when you tell someone a story as opposed to if you tell them a fact, they're more likely to remember the story with the fact in it than just the fact on its own. That's very true. You know that's what I mean? That's very true because it makes it, it gives it an entertaining, exactly. entertainment value. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I found narrative is a big part of our memory recognition system mm-hmm. and I was like, I have to make sure I take advantage of this mm-hmm. and I've always been a fan of storytelling. Right. So I wanted to be able to tell a story where this brand is not just a me brand or or it's like a you brand. This is an us brand. Right. You know what right. I mean? And with that video that, that came out, it, it came out amazing. And it wasn't even the original script. No. That, that script that was... Happens. Exactly. That script that. was made the day of. Uh, you know what's funny is I... To tell you a story about... And <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, Ross and Laura in the back who are controlling the audio and everything, make sure everything sounds nice. Uh-huh. The last time I told a story about this script I wrote called The Purse Kit. Mm. Right? And um, I had to do this... I had this script for like forever. Okay. Because I wrote it. Yeah. And um, I, I decided to do that for class <laughs> <laughs> for a project... And same thing, I had people bell on me. Mm. Not that, I wouldn't say, you know, I don't, like, it's partially my fault because I wasn't as prepared as I should have okay. been. Okay. And even when the we did the shoot, uh, I wasn't prepared. Mm. But basically, um, because, um, so the way I have it set up in the script, 
it's in different locations. It's in four different locations. Okay. One's in a grocery store. One's in um a, like a department, like a woman's clothing store. Okay. Another one is in like the car. <clears throat> oh, okay. And then the other one is in a restaurant. Mm. Okay. But because of timing yeah. and like yeah. can get locations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so the restaurant is in my living room. <laughs> Oh, and continue, continue. <laughs> the um, we couldn't get into. Obviously, you have to ask permission to film in um grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And okay. my teacher was like, "Just do it guerrilla style," and I was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no." And so, but what I did do it was uh, record in the parking lot of the grocery store, okay, like the parking garage, okay. So. And that was originally supposed to be in the grocery store. Mm. The one guy who helped did the filming was in the car, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the department store scene mm-hmm. um, was also in my apartment. <laughs> so wow. like, so I and I had to change the wording mm. of the script because it just wouldn't have made sense anymore. Yeah. And um, it still turned out terrible, which was exactly how it was supposed <laughs> to be, you know? So, but um, how, how, what kind of changes happened with the script? Um, originally, it was to be set in a restaurant. Okay. And there was supposed to be like a whole narrative where um, two people enter the restaurant mm-hmm. and they're chilling and then their friend comes and then surprises them with, um, with the hat, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the chef is there and the chef ends his shift and then he kind of joins in on what's going on. And then it's like, it kind of like the story of, um, it's basically a story where it's your modern day life, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it kind of puts a twist on it, making it seem like your everyday life can be an adventure on, on its own, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Right. But um, yeah, um, it, was, it, it, it was completely different because even with the day that I was shooting, um, the times were off because the people that I had to obviously come, they didn't show up. So I had to get a whole set of people mm-hmm. and the new set of people that I reached out to, they some of them ended up coming late. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. So when okay. they got there late, I was like, okay, I don't really blame you because it was like last minute, whatever. But we still brought it together and in the end, we did uh, two two um, two um scenes for the shoots. Okay. The first scene was at my boy's place, Lawrence, you know, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, The second place was at um this restaurant called Sugar Cane. Okay. You know, shout out to Sugar Cane. The, they're nice, um, they're nice. a Caribbean and Cajun fusion restaurant. Okay, and their their food is amazing. Where is it? It's um it's on the Danforth, so I don't okay. remember the exact location, um the the address, but uh okay. definitely swing that to you. And their food is amazing. And Man, it was um the owner Nikki, okay, that, that I, I was in talks with, and you know I told her my vision, and mm-hmm. she was like, you know, I want to support it in any way I can. Okay, great, and that's great. It came to fruition. That's what's up. You yeah. know, so I find that side note with the restaurant mm-hmm. on the Danforth, I find that all the good restaurants tend to be on the Danforth. That you is know, true. You know, like every time somebody talks about a restaurant, it's like the Danforth. The Danforth. You know. So did you eat while y'all were shooting? Or not while you were shooting, obviously, <laughs> but like that's that's a dumb question. That, that's the new flex. Um, you know? <laughs> did y'all eat in the restaurant after shooting or before shooting? Yeah, or whatever? I made sure like when you work with me, you become family. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. after the shoot, I made sure we ordered food. We had a good time. We had drinks. And it was just a vibe. Okay. You know that's I mean? good. That's so, good. yeah. I just like the part. You know, because I'm like in the film. Yeah, yeah and tell like, me, tell me. So I seen, so if, if I haven't shown, and I'll put a link to it um, when I release it all. Okay. Um, I seen a video. Okay. And the first portion was in the house. Yeah. And so is it set up where like she's coming over? 
and he has a gift for her and it's one of one of your hats yeah okay reading witch, reading witch. so when she came in mm-hmm. and she she gave him yeah. you know a hug or whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> i was like how she get in the house um you see there's certain parts of the camera where you can't reveal how the magic happened but it it just happens um so they live together uh yeah yeah they in live the story. together in okay. the story I mean, in real life, like they're complete strangers, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, yeah. they live together, but they, they look, yeah, it looked yeah. like they were given. But I guess you know she could have just woke up and came downstairs and was like, hey, baby. Yeah, exactly. Because I was, imagine they're a couple in the yeah, in they're a couple in, yeah. in the story. Yeah. Okay, okay, moving forward, brother. <laughs> that was a good video. Uh, that was <laughs> yeah, good. I liked it. I mean, the quality was amazing. Shout out to Juan. It was it was amazing quality. It was great, and I watched it a few times. Thank you. So, um, so now the fashion you know you are a fashion guy. You know <laughs> you in the fashion industry, regardless of what people say. Okay, you know. What what's your favorite part about being in fashion? My favorite part about being in fashion, I would say, is is the the collaborations, mm-hmm. the beauty behind it. Because not a lot of people want to collaborate, but the very few people that you do find, they end up being family. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. And that's what I found on this journey so far. Mm-hmm. It's like when I first started. I, even when it came to my design logo and everything like that, like I was completely lost. But it's like mm-hmm. through a friend. A friend's cousin And it's like The journey kind of connected And beca- became one Okay You know what okay. I mean And I would always go to these fashion events Like even the one I met you at It was like a fashion networking event Yeah it was supposed to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well we, we get too much in that but, <laughs> but I tend to go to a lot of these events And I think one of my uh, recent ones was um, African Fashion Week Yeah, yeah. how was that? That was, that was pretty good It was um, I know the, the organizer and the, and the founder Okay Yeah he's, he's an amazing individual And he's doing big things and um, yeah, who knows? I I might showcase sometime. That'll be great, man. Yeah. I'd love to hear about that. Let me know if you do. For sure. And um, I've been wanting to go because I've gone. I, I love going to stuff. Yeah. In Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially if there's food involved. Oh yeah. I'm usually yeah. there. <laughs> I'm there. But um, I haven't been to any fashion. You have stuff. It? No. If you look hard I, enough, you'll find it. I, I there was one thing I was supposed to go to, and. What I find about Toronto is a lot. There's always a fashion stuff happening. Oh yeah, there's always a fashion week or there's African Fashion Week, which is usually in the summer or something, right? Or yeah, it was um, it was in August. Yeah, okay, it was yeah, in August. Yeah. So, but I never find out about it for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. And then I'll see like friends of mine on Instagram. Yeah. That are there, and yeah. I'm like, yo, I want to be in the room too. Like, yeah. And I never know about it until it's too late for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't oh, know why. Man. So like the next fashion thing yeah. that's coming up, man, you got to let me know. Like, I'll, I'll definitely if give If there's you a Christmas up. fashion thing popping up soon. I'll be honest with you. Not a lot happens in December, man. It is too damn cold. <laughs> it is too damn cold. Yo, man, that summer, that's got to be a new thing. Winter. Winter fashion shoots? Yeah. Eco-friendly winter fashion shoots. Yeah, I don't know about you know, that. I wasn't get, made for this weather. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you, you really like being in fashion, man, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Definitely um, good industry. So back to the design side of things, when mm. you're designing something. So first question, and it's like a two-parter. Okay. How do you how do you start a design, right? Like, is it on is it pencil on paper, or is it like you're you doing a digital way of doing things? Uh, most of my designs start in my head. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a bit unconventional, because most people either trace it, or they have like, you know, computers to do it digitally. But most of it, most of my ideas... Either come through a, 
fucking cliche as it sounds, say come through my dreams. No, that is not, bro. That is yeah. not cliche at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you because even like I've had ideas for characters yeah. that have come from dreams. There you go. And then I have to write it down. There you go. So that's not that's not cliche. Like I legit have a notepad right by my bed because when you wake up, you tend to forget most of the stuff, right? So as soon as yeah. I wake up, I see my notepad, I grab it, I write something down, or it's like an idea that mm-hmm. was formed there. I was like, oh shit, this would be great to use. I write it down or I try and like sketch it out. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what I do? And I don't know if this might work for you because mm. my handwriting is terrible, so I won't even be able to decipher it later. <laughs> um, I record the thought. Okay. I, 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 I wake up. Yeah. Or even at night, before I go to bed because I find that, I don't know if you're like this, but my mind tends to race when I need to be sleep. Right. Trust me. And I'm thinking, because you know, I do stand up comedy, right? So like mm-hmm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about comedy. I'm yeah. thinking about jokes. Yeah. I'm thinking about things to say to people. I'm thinking about podcasting. I'm thinking yeah. about how the podcast going to work out. Yeah. And then when I have an idea, I'm like, you know what? Let me, or I have to text you. Remember I, I text you an idea that we won't talk about right now, yeah, yeah. but about doing something. Yeah. And I was like, you want to do this thing? Yeah. And the thought came to me instantly. I was like, I need to text you right now and ask you about it, but try recording it. Try recording. Cause it's interesting. Yeah. Because I find that you have, if you record it with your voice, obviously it's your yeah. voice. <laughs> um, there's more detail. Oh yeah. Then if you write it down, because writing it down, I find like you, you write like, um, an acronym or something yeah. and, and your brain is supposed to remember the rest. But like, I find that when I record, even jokes, even mm-hmm. jokes, I record them and then I'll listen to them later and I'm like, oh, I forgot I even said that. So try that out, man. Try that out, man. Definitely, definitely will. Definitely will. But sorry, continue with the um your your process for creating a design. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, like I said, through through dreams and also through everyday through the everyday. So mm-hmm. I may I may wake up. I may go outside. Like I said, nature is a big part of the design process right. as well. Right. Because we fashion does not exist without nature. Period. Right. right. Period. Um, nature, my dreams. And through what's already going around around us, you okay. know what I mean, and just the everyday okay. things, things you would never. Th- I think there's there's a concept that I'm working on right now, and you know, through hard work and further research, I know I can bring it to fruition. I actually told someone about it, and she flat out told me that I don't think it's possible. And I love when people mm-hmm. tell me something's not possible because it just makes you want to work it harder. Makes at work, it. it makes you want to work harder, yeah. so much harder. And it's like they say it's never it's not possible, but it's like tell me why I go online and I do further research and I find someone else doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they've, and their journey, I'll talk a little about them later, but they've, they, they started in 2005 mm. and we're in 2019. Yeah. And they just recently started, they recently got to that, that part, that process. And it like, it shows you the journey. Yeah. That yeah. anything is possible as long as you embrace the journey behind it. Yeah. I mean, I think that because we live in a society of instant gratification. Yeah. That, People expect things to happen much sooner. And I, I think I'm, I'm a culprit of that too. We all are. I mean? We all are. Because like my podcast, I've got like 13. This will be episode 14. Hey. And, but I've been doing it for three years. And there are people who have started later than me mm-hmm. who have more episodes. Okay. Right? And so a part of me is always like, yo, am I doing this? Like I should be doing it? Mm-hmm. Or is it because my process is much different than everybody else's process that my process is actually getting me further, but just taking much more time. You know what I mean? So like, I saw this it, quote the other day. It's, it's, they're like, slow moves are better than no moves. So it's like, man, you just, that's like three gems, man. Like, jeez, 
Man, you come in with the knowledge. I appreciate it, I, I man. saw that the other day. I think it was on Instagram. But yeah, I was like, slow moves are better than no moves. So we have to understand that. Yeah, that's true. You're, you're out here trying to produce quality. That's true. Yeah. You know, and people that produce, they pump out so much, they're focused on mass. Mass yeah, that's production. True. That's true. And mass production does not equal quality content. That's very true. That's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what else I'm, I'm focusing or learning to do mm-hmm. is to, to not tell people about things and just do it. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, and I, I know that I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, people always say they, and I don't know how you feel about this, but like mm. people say, speak into existence, speak into existence. Mm. And for me, that's not something that resonates with me because mm. I'm all about planning and execution. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, if I'm going to do something, saying it, Ain't gonna make it happen You know what I mean You gotta have the action like, To back it up Exactly So for me like If I think it I think it through Sometimes I may Talk to other people Just to see what they think About the idea But sometimes That can be discouraging mm. Because oh. people May not think It's a good idea Because it's not a good idea For them It doesn't resonate with them Exactly You know And sometimes you gotta be like You know what It don't have to resonate with you mm-hmm. It's something that I feel like resonates with me So I'm gonna try And then you do it and then you find out. I'm all about seeing um, what happens. Like I'd rather know yeah. than to not know. Exactly. You know? Because I would hate to come up with something and not do it because somebody told me it wasn't a great idea and then somebody else does it and it becomes success- successful with yeah. it. And now I'm feeling dumb because I didn't do that thing because somebody convinced me not to do it because I didn't think it, they didn't think it was a good idea. Trust me, you should never let anybody's opinion validate your worth. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And I just recently seen an interview with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. It was a brief portion yeah. where he was saying, I think it was an uncle or something. I can't remember exactly, but a family member mm-hmm. was basically telling him like he would never sell a million rapper, records yeah, yeah, doing yeah. rap. Yeah. You know? And he's like, I've sold a million records a million times. And so like, just because it doesn't resonate with you and it's not something you think you could do, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not something that maybe I couldn't do. You know what I mean? And I know it's probably something you, you balance all the time, right? With oh, yeah. doing fashion, especially doing like the type of fashion you're trying to do with the eco-friendly. Like there are some people that are doing the eco-friendly, but it's not a mass scale like it should be, you know, because established organizations, it's all about the money. Yeah. It's all about the fast fashion. Fast fashion is making money. Yeah. Even though Forever 21 is going out of business. I heard. Yeah. Like I, I'm actually happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy because like it, it, it shows you that change, a change is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even with brands that are, are sustainable, mm-hmm. um, they say they are sustainable, but they're not fully transparent in their design. There's a design, their supply system. Okay. So that in itself makes them not sustainable. Okay. So it's like they're out here preaching and saying that we do so, so, and so. But we have to look at it from not only the, the environmental side, as I mentioned, but also from like the social and cultural side. Right. These people have, um, they're pretty much running sweatshops. Right. You know, and they're forcing um, marginalized workers to work through harsh working conditions, mm-hmm. um, low pay, mm-hmm. and that f- pretty much affects their well-being. Mm-hmm. So that, that connects to the whole social side to it. Mm-hmm. So when we say that, if a business has to be sustainable, we don't have to look at it from just the environmental side, but also the economic, the social, and the cultural. Right, right. Wow, man. You put that, you say that so well, man. I'm just like, dang, I wish, <laughs> I'm glad I wrote notes today. <laughs> you know? I'm glad I wrote... um, Oh, man. So I know you say fashion, like, 
nature fashion yeah. or nature inspires you as yeah. far as fashion is concerned and things mm. that of that nature. Um, <laughs> there you go. No pun intended. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are are there some fashion stylists that inspire you? The f- in their fashion journey, their fashion story that inspire you. Um, at this m- moment in time, no. I like that. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only one brand that I see that they're doing something, and I follow their journey. Okay, and that's not even a brand that is based here in in, in North America. It's it's based in in Brazil. Okay, um, they're called Veja. So that's V E J A, and okay. that's uh in uh, it translates to it's Portuguese. It translates to to look. Okay. So their desire, their entire business model is based off using, um, it's basically repurposing um different parts of waste mm-hmm. that we parts that we consider waste. So they use things from banana banana oil to sugar cane mm-hmm. to uh, tilapia hides. So they have fresh tilapia water. hides. You, you never heard of that, right? No, I they, haven't. They have freshwater farms where they they um pretty much they have this tilapia, right? And mm-hmm. the parts of the tilapia that they don't, don't use, they pretty much throw them out, which are the hides. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that goes into making fish leather. Mm. And I ain't even heard of fish leather before. There you go. They, mm-hmm. they're, they're like front runners when it comes to like using any part of any sort of agricultural waste mm-hmm. in their, their, um, their fashion model. And that's what mm-hmm. I love because they have their everyday, you know, cool, cool looks and designs. But it's like they always make it upon themselves to use um, not even agriculturists, but recycled plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and other parts as well So I love what they're doing And they're It's like people say Can sustainable fashion be sexy They're making it fucking sexy man okay. Like it is It <laughs> is amazing it Cause I've I've seen their stuff from the beginning And they focus mainly on, on sneakers mm-hmm. And in the beginning it was very like it, it was like very minimalistic designs Nothing too much But it's like You see their growth And you see their mm-hmm. their journey man And what they're producing right now Like Yes it's more expensive Compared like to the the, the everyday brand or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like you're getting value mm-hmm. you're getting mm-hmm. so much value in what you're purchasing and with that value comes longevity in the right. life cycle of that thing and they're fully transparent like I'm a, I sh- you make me a brand ambassador man like <laughs> if I was to have my own brand I'd want to be a brand ambassador for them but their stuff is legit it's Veja check them out they're definitely amazing they're taking agricultural waste using waste in the oceans to produce their stuff and it's re- it's revolutionary in my opinion. Yeah, it sounds like it is. Yeah, man. compared sounds- to that, everyone else that's doing their thing, shout out to them. But yeah, have you seen some of? Um, I just thought about this as you were saying that um, some cities are doing different things to help with. Um, they're making like some. How am I explaining this? It's like eco friendly. Like they're making it like they're making some of the parks very like green and like some of the highways very green and stuff like that. I seen it on Instagram. I can't remember exactly where it was. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was the Philippines. Okay. I can't remember, but when I find it, I'll send it to you. For sure. So, um, I just got to ask you, we talked about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we went into great detail, but like define what fashion is to you. Fashion is to me, I would say fashion is, it's a, cultural movement mm-hmm. of collaboration and creativity yeah okay it, it's, so it's more because I have it written down here <laughs> oh more than just clothing and apparel to you oh trust me it's, it's more than that it's more than that it's more than that that's beautiful man it's more um, than that so I think I already asked you or we already talked about eco-friendly clothing being fashion wise you talked about Veja and the stuff is sexy so that's a yes that is definitely that's, a yes, like, yes it's, yeah. it's possible it's more expensive but you're getting value from it 100% and so back to the uh, the 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 uh, 
designing your process, yeah. right? When you finally do come to drafting or design to yeah. get it printed, how many drafts are we talking about? How many drafts of design do you do you do before you find one that you're like, you know what, this is the one, let's move forward with it? <sighs> to be honest, um, so many. Even when <laughs> I was making the new ones that I just made, I, I put everything in, the orders were set to be made, and I was like literally chilling on my bed, and I was like, wait, I got to add this to it. So uh-huh. then I literally hit them up. I'm like, yo, guys, we have to do this and this and that. And they're like, really, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're already set to, to make, make this stuff. And it's like, I, I, I don't focus on mass production. So I guess that's what makes my life so much easier mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. most of these industries out here, they focus so much on the mass production of it. Mm-hmm. And pretty much mass production equates to a fast fashion. And I'm like the opposite. Mm-hmm. I want to focus mm-hmm. on the slow fashion. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on the one-on-one designs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're like the Rolls Royce of fashion. Yeah. No, I, okay, I don't I don't get that too too exclusive. But like I like to focus on quality and detail and yeah. I like yeah. it to be like very very like I don't know how to even say it, but just mm-hmm. I I don't want to focus on mass production. I focus on very minimal and I make this like order to sell. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know we when we met up we, order, yeah. we talked about how every design tells mm-hmm. a different story. Oh yeah. So how did what when did you when you decided to do that, right? Like yeah. you, you every design, as you told me, you said every piece it may look the same, but the design might the pattern might be off or yeah. something might have been changed. Yeah. It might be subtle. Yeah. But it's not the same. Like what made you decide that, you know, that's something I wanted to incorporate okay. with my fashion. So with the designs that I make right now, especially I use the Kente cloth. Mm-hmm. So Kente is like a cultural, it's a cultural significance, especially in the, in the, in the Ghanaian community. It represents like culture and richness. And so basically a material that they use mostly for like royalty. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nowadays people have access to it so much more. And it's like, it's made from silk. Mm. And um, pretty much when I have the material, cause I have to kind of, like I said, I envision in my head, mm-hmm. try and see if it matches. Mm-hmm. And then I, I bring it down. So with mm-hmm. the one that I just made, the maroon, um, the name did, behind that. Did I see that one? Did you? Sh- yeah, yeah, I showed it to oh, you. Yeah, it I have not. it in the box right now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna show you later on. Okay, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a name for that, and I, and I decided to go with the the Fresh Prince Maroon. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I want to go with Fresh Prince Maroon because you know the story behind that. So it's it's funny, but not too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Means it's probably funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pretty much like when I started wearing it, people would tell me, "Oh my gosh, that reminds me of the Fresh Prince." That reminds me of Fresh Prince. Uh, okay. And, okay. And I was just like, yo, this, because I wanted to pretty much with that design in particular, I wanted to kind of marry two worlds of the cultural significance of the Kente mm-hmm. with that 90s retro fashion, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of marry into mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. when they were telling me, because I, like I said, I base my work a lot on um, collaborative effort. Right. You know what right. I mean? So it's like before I even decide on the name of something or design in the process, I make sure I get the input and feedback from all sorts of people but in the end the decision is upon myself mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean so when people were telling me this it made me want to listen more and be like yo maybe I should start listening more and, and doing a bit more with that so that was the Fresh Prince Maroon uh, so now with the, okay. with the navy blue which is the other one um, I could not come up with a name <laughs> so what I did was I named it the No Name Navy Blue. The No Name Navy Blue. And I kid you not, I was in I was in the living room yesterday, and my mom was like, "What's the name of the Navy Blue?" And I told her, and she was like, "That's the stupidest <laughs> name ever. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing." And she went off on me. She was like, "You're so dumb for putting this. Like, you have a nice name like Fresh Prince Maroon, and you come up with No Name Navy Blue. Like, what the?" 
Like she she went full ham on me. I love my mom. You know, shout out to my mom. Yo, that just means moms want the best though. You know. <laughs> Mom's like, you fought a little bit short yeah. with his name yeah, right now. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Honestly, you- like, if I'm going to put something out there and if people can help me come up with a name for it, I like the no name Navy Blue because it just represents a journey of the fabric itself. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie it back mm-hmm. um, with, the, with the fabric itself. Once we cut it and design it, um, it's one cloth. Mm-hmm. So the maroon and the, and the navy blue are two different cloths, right? Right. But when I'm designing the maroon, I make sure that I use one cloth mm-hmm. and I use every bit of that cloth. I don't waste any part of it. Because mm-hmm. most people, when they design their, their products, they want it to look very the same, very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same. But for myself, I like to embrace that aspect of we are all individuals mm-hmm. and our journey is, it should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. 100%. So that's what I use with the cloth when I cut it and I, and I, I merge it onto the, the, the structure of the hat. You may find that with that piece, with another piece, that same part of the fabric will be situated in, in a different part. Mm-hmm. So it's like you are truly getting one of one designs. Right, right. And it's like, I don't think it's been done before or even if it has been, you know, that's amazing because it really is reinforcing the, the, the brand value, the core mm-hmm. values of the brand and saying mm-hmm. that I value individuality mm-hmm. and the journey behind that and my products speak to that. Yeah. Because there's a difference between a product and a commodity. 100%. You, you know, know what I like about that? is It's like using fashion to show that everybody is unique. Yeah. And everybody's story is important. 100%. Regardless of what the, what their story is. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think that there's not a lot of fashion, if there is any, um, I don't know, um, that incorporates that within their brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's something that's important to you mm-hmm. and the brand to show that like everything is it's not the same and when we were talking that really resonated with yeah. me you know <laughs> because I was thinking about the podcast mm. right because I felt like and there may be now but I haven't done much research but there's no podcast like mine and mm. that's not me being egotistical or anything <laughs> either, you know like there's nothing I don't I haven't found okay that bring that highlights professionals that don't necessarily work in the corporate world. There you go. You know, because, and everybody's important. Everybody is a professional regardless of what you do. You know, if you have worked at, I don't know, if you've worked, if you've made tables all your life, I want to know about that. How do you get into that? Like, cause I find we, we, I find as, as people, we underappreciate the things we utilize every day. That is true. You know, we don't think about anything outside of like, I, 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 I'm, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. you know? So if, if I'm wrong, people can disagree with me, mm-hmm. but I find that when you sit in the chair, you don't think about who made the chair and the time it took to make the chair and how they came up with the design of the chair. And you know what I mean? Like yeah, something yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. So if I ever meet, if there are any chair makers out there, hey, this please, is calling for you. I would like to talk to you, you know, <laughs> because I want to know, but I think it's really dope what you're doing with the, um, with your claw. So right now the, the fashion, is it just hats or are you moving on to other things real shortly? So, Real soon, um, not shortly. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny enough, originally, um, I was looking into sneaker designs. Mm. I wanted it to start with sneakers. It even the vision wasn't even hats, really? but I didn't have the money for it. Especially okay. wanting to do designs that incorporate sustainability into it. Yeah, it's much, it's much more expensive. Yeah, so yeah. I decided I needed a gateway to get my brand into the conversation. 
So what came, how did hats become the thing? Like what was the propeller into like, you know what, I'm going to start to do hats. I wanted to pretty much create like a sustainable Afrocentric athleisure wear. Mm. That was the conversation behind it. You say that word again, one more time. I don't think I've ever. Sustainable Afrocentric athleisure wear. Athleisure wear. Okay. (laughs) So that was the the movement behind it. And I'll talk about my, uh, what I have planned for like the next couple of years to come, but it's not just, you know, the story behind apparel and just apparel alone. Like mm-hmm. I'm using this as a gateway to a bigger conversation. Right. You right. Know what I mean, which is the eco, which is the eco-friendly uh, yeah. and tr- like starting things up that I feel like need to be a part of, you know, our everyday. Right. Right. So yeah, man, it's just, it's That's definitely good. been a good That's journey good. and I'm a loving part of it. I'm happy, man. <laughs> so I got, I got like two more questions for you. I, Okay. Only, only two. Come only, on, man. Yo, I, can, so, I can do this all I'm, night. I'm running out of stuff. I'm like, I'm like, this has been so good. You know what's oh, so great? Man. I was just looking at the outline, and like half of the stuff we've been talking about, or like we only went through like half of the questions, which is crazy. And some of the questions you kind of answered yeah, as we yeah, were yeah. having a conversation, but like it was dope. So like, um, well, we can talk about the projects right now. Actually, if you want to go through that. Okay. And if you have any projects you want to talk about. Okay. Um, I would say for myself right now, um, I'm in the works of launching something for next spring, early summer. Mm-hmm. It's still in the works right now. And I'm, I'm actually organizing like a launch party. Okay. Uh, you're, you're actually, you're invited. I uh, appreciate that. You're I will definitely be there. Let me, know, let me know date and time <laughs> and I will definitely for be sure, there. For sure. And, um, and all the sound crews invited as well. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, they'll, it's, they'll like that. I think <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, I'll speak for them. Yes. They're coming. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, um, definitely working on the launch party right now. And in terms of projects coming up for next year, um, I wouldn't say too much, but mm. I have a new new one coming out. Um, I would I'll give you I'll give you the name to it. Okay, and it's I'm calling it the Ohene Forest Green. So in my yeah. language, Ohene means chief. Okay, you have to spell that for me. So it's an O H E N E, H E N E O H E N E. Yeah. Okay. So Ohene Forest Green, and that's like the new connection that I'm coming out with right uh, next next uh, next spring early summer. Okay, and I'm trying to incorporate some something that has never been really done with what I'm doing. Okay, which is like everything, brother. Yeah, it's yeah, just- pretty much, pretty much. Like, <laughs> fingers crossed. I'm trying to make some deals right now, and if I if all this goes through, I'll be able to produce something that has not been seen before. Okay, yeah, that sounds good, man. Yeah. Now, which will work though? Um, because I I I think about this myself. As a matter of fact, when I start to edit this podcast, yeah. I already know. <laughs> I already know that I'm gonna be like, oh, why did you say that? Uh-huh. Why did you? You could have asked this, or <laughs> you know what does happen actually is like I'll watch the podcast, yeah. and then I'll hear something you said, yeah, and then a question will come, and I'm like, I wish I would have asked that. That's why. That's why you gonna invite me back on. Oh, for sure, man, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, um, but when you're doing your work, are you a harsh critic of your own work? And do you like you ever design something and it goes to print and it's done and then you're like you know what I could have did that better? Um, hundred percent. Even with this one I'm wearing right now, this mm-hmm. is the entry level design. Mm-hmm. When I first made it, um, there was so much to it that I didn't like, but I I settled. Unfortunately, you feel like you said <laughs> I settled, and for a short amount of time, um, when I was selling it, people were telling me, yeah, it's it's good, but then I knew in my heart of hearts that it wasn't. And especially, mm-hmm. I remember when my, my girl came up to me, she was like, you know, I love you. But this design that you have right now, this ain't it. <laughs> so this is not it. And she was honest. Yeah, you know? I appreciate, I'd rather you be cutthroat honest to me than yeah. be a yes 
person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he told me, and I was like, you know what? Like, you're right. This was never the intended design for it. Yeah. That's why I switched up. And So the, this one, this is the one you're wearing right now. Yeah. The design is on the inside of the hat. And yeah. Inside of the lid. Yeah. This is more of the, like the, the print is on the inside, on the underbrim. Mm-hmm. And I use uh, digital printing. Okay. To, to make that instead. And on the top is like a faux, a faux suede. Okay. So I'll tell you the reasons why I changed it. Um, number one was I wanted to make it, because with this one right here, it encompasses cotton and wool. Okay. And it is heavy. <laughs> this, this hat is heavy. And I, I wanted to make it much lighter. So what I did with, in the newer design was I got rid of the wool because wool tends to be very uh, heat inducive. Mm. And yeah, that's what I said. It, wow. It, it's very heat inducive. So it's like, it makes you hot. Mm. So you um, just sweat and... The I mean, whole time. I mean, it holds the sweat, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to wear something on your head that adds additional weight to. Ah, right, writing. exactly. Okay. So okay. I got I got rid of the woolen panels. I mean, they looked good from the inside, but it's like I got rid of it to make it lighter. Um, the second part was getting rid of the the digital print mm-hmm. and making it actually the the cloth material. because uh, you can okay, see the, the okay. richness in the cloth material com- compared to the the, the uh, digital print. And with the digital print, I found that there was um inorganic dyes that went into the printing of that uh, so that goes against my whole sustainability so it, went a bit, it wasn't like, eco-friendly it wasn't so eco-friendly. you had to find okay so and then <laughs> and then another thing was oh man I made a list of these things <laughs> but yeah making it lighter getting rid of that um, staying true to the the mm. authenticity of the design through using the 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 fabric itself and um, yeah like I just wasn't happy with this overall design like mm. And I'm glad I, I don't do this anymore. So you definitely like the new design better than the old 1, design. One thousand percent. Yeah. And do you feel like there ever be a time where you'll have a new design that you like better than that, the one you have now, or is like this is the one? Like with the ones I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I I make each piece that I'm doing right now with love. With, <laughs> okay. with, the, with these ones, I felt like my timelines were so rushed. Ah, so okay. I wanted to kind of put something out there to to you know show face. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, um, in the first part of my journey, I was fortunate enough to have been a part of a competition that I was accepted to showcase my brand. Okay, and they actually gave me funding to get started. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah. And it was like I think it was like um, they were taking applicants from all across Canada, and I placed within the top ten. That's what's up. Man. So through that, I was able to get funding to start this journey. So, and I think one of the big factors behind that was um, was Ryerson because. Yeah, I was actually. Yeah. It was so funny because I was I was supposed to graduate that year, mm-hmm. and one of the the criteria behind applying for that um, that position was you have to be a student. Whoa. So what I did was I took okay. a, I took the extra year, not knowing whether or not I would be ac- accepted. Mm-hmm. But I took it upon myself to take, to take that extra year and yeah. be like, if I get accepted, this is great. If not, it's all part of the journey. So you stayed a student even though you were eligible to graduate. Yeah, you stayed another year just so because you could, I, yeah. No, but it's pretty smart because it worked out for you, it, man. Trust me, man. I it, mean, even if it didn't, though, it would have still been an opportunity. Oh, yeah. That would have been worthwhile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was actually, I think it was my girl that, yeah, it was my girl who found out about the program and she encouraged mm-hmm. me to apply for it. So if it wasn't for her, I'd probably not be in the position that I am right now. That's what's up. That's a lot of brownie points for her right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting a lot yeah, of brownies. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so what I like about Ryerson, this was through Ryerson, this right? This is through Ryerson, Ryerson so University. Somebody was, I was recently meeting with a friend and they were telling me about, um, they have a dig- digital innovation hub. Yes. And he was telling me about it and I was like, oh, don't you got to be a student? He's like, no, it's for like, community people yeah as well yeah and i was like wow yeah. and i think that's so great 
that these universities mm. and not even the universities, the Toronto Library offers great resources for people that are in the creative space now, you know. And I, I think I'm finding, I don't know if you're finding this, but there are definitely more, there's definitely uh, more of a push okay. for uh, people who are in creatives these days, like creative spaces, like mm-hmm. design or like um, uh, podcasting or oh, yeah. uh, stuff yeah. like that, you know, and Ryerson is one of those innov- those innovators because they also have the um, DM- DMZ. DM- they have the DMZ. They have the Fashion Zone. They have the creative creative venture something that mm-hmm. the creative venture zone it it focuses on um your everyday entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Now you were part of the fashion zone. Uh, um, I funny story. I was going to be, mm-hmm. but then once I graduated, I I said that I wanted to pretty much seek out other opportunities because mm-hmm. with the fashion zone, um, it's it's a good opportunity. But at the same time, I wanted to find ways different ways to grow. And right, with right. Um, the creative venture zone right now, um, I'm actually in talks with them and they have different workshops that they, they set up and they mm-hmm. have a, an ac- they have access to like a whole different list of creatives and people in the industry. So that's a, that's a space that you'll be seeing a lot more of me in there. Okay. And I'm um, getting to, getting to know them a bit more and growing from there. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I'm really yeah. happy to hear about this. So I got one more question. This was supposed to be a fun one. Just one question. Man. Just one more question. For more. And you know what? Um, if you have anything you want to, Cover you want to talk about We could do that too Yeah for sure um, But I just want to get this My trick question okay. uh, It's not really a trick question But it's just one of those Like yeah. conundrum questions <laughs> Right And I kind of explained to you Where it came from okay. Earlier okay. Uh, During the pre-show But uh, what would you rather be The first at something Or the best at something The first at something Or the best at something I would say I would say neither 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 Wow Neither I'd rather be the most genuine version of myself. Okay. I want to stay true to me. Okay. So I I don't look at certain labels when they're when they're you know being produced because society does a lot in wanting to put us in boxes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a it's a it's a great question, but at the end of the day, like I I do my best to stay true to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because with my brand, we're based off three core elements and that's to empower. Mm-hmm. To enrich mm-hmm. and to and to elevate, mm-hmm. and we believe that the true you is the only you you should celebrate. That's that's true. That's good. You know that's what I mean? Good. Yeah. So that's that's my journey, and I am embracing every part of it because I want people to remember me as the most authentic version of myself, and I want them to see that and be inspired, not motivated, because motivated is just your emotions. But once you're inspired to do something. You put actions behind that. That's true. And like you said, you got to put actions behind your words. Yeah, you got to you got to plan it. It's all about planning and execution. Exactly. You can't just talk about it and not do it. Exactly. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to bring that into fruition and enjoy the journey behind it. Okay. So that was the first time I tried that question. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely bring it back, though. Yeah, I I just wanted to see. You know, as I told you how it came up, I was interested. I was like, because I asked myself that question. You know, what I want to be the best at something or the first at something yeah and can you be both at the same time can you be the first at something and always be the best at something but i also in my thought process for myself Mm -hmm. is like how much does it really matter you know you know so like it's a dilemma i've been going back and forth with myself (laughs) you know what i mean you know like because oh you always want to be good always want to be really good but you're right you always want to be authentic and true to yourself yeah you know which is 
this podcast is the platform there you for go. that, man. There you go, Young Pros Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else, man, you wanted to cover before um, we uh, wrap it up and get up out of here? Um, For myself, mm-hmm. I just wanted to address uh, two things. Okay. So the first being, if you're a consumer out there and if you take anything at all from this podcast, even if you don't decide to, to patronize my brand or whatever, I want you to walk away with three basic rules. And the first is those... Basically, three basic rules behind your consumer pattern. The first is to change your focus. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say change your focus, I talk about instead of thinking about the product first, I want you to step back and think about how will I use that product? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be fashion. It can be anything in any industry. You, you got to think about how will I use that product first mm-hmm. rather than saying, you know, rather than being mesmerized by the deals or, pr- or the promotions because that's how these industries get you, right? Right, right. Especially because like we're so caught up in the habit of, of purchasing something when it's on sale or when mm. there's promotion, right? Mm. And I love this quote by um, Warren Buffett where he says, the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Wow, man. You know what I'm I glad mean? we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I saw that quote and I'm like, damn, that is, that is yeah. truth. Yeah. So definitely take a step back, analyze yeah. yourself and see what you have visioning for yourself and, and how can you, Bring pretty much bring life to that product. Yeah, and sorry before yeah. I, I don't want to cut you off before you tell one thing I thought about, and I just want to I don't want to lose the thought. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. keep it. Is um one thing they have found mm. when I was because I, I went to business school. Okay, um they find that when they put stuff on sale, mm-hmm. people end up buying more. There you go. They actually spend more. Yeah, than what's on than what's on sale, which is why a lot of companies do sales or what well, if you go to places because you end up buying more because you feel like you're getting. There's a psychological thing that makes you feel as though you're getting more value for your dollar. So since you're getting more value, you'll spend more dollars. And so you, you know, they end up making more money. And that's why mass consumerism is, it's an epidemic right now. Wow. It is an epidemic. Yeah. You know? That's crazy, man. So sorry, continue with your, with your, uh, with your points. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, With the second point, I would say buy, buy, buy high quality, Mm -hmm. high quality to extend the life of the, of the product. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like we, like I said, do not buy cheap things because they are on sale or do not buy cheap things in general because they will not last. Mm-hmm. And you have to buy more of that thing. And that is contributing to our big waste problem that we have, whether mm-hmm. it be in fashion, whether it be in tech, whether it be in any industry that you are, find, try and find the best version of that thing. It's like, we always try to be the best version of yourself, right? right. I'm trying to live my best life. Would you want to be the, the cheapest and the the most the shittiest quality of yourself because mm-hmm. we only get one shot at life, right? That's true. So you want to be the true. best version of yourself and make sure everything around you encompasses that. Yes. You know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. And um, with the third thing, I would say share whenever you can. So mm-hmm. it brings it back to making our 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 business models or anything a circular economy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And through that, I mean through through resale, through repurposing. Um, there's some amazing companies out there that are taking... Um, worn out Adidas tracksuits or whatever and then making them into like repurposed bras or mm-hmm, whatever like certain mm-hmm. brands are doing that and that's mm-hmm. amazing like I ran into a couple of people today um, that were doing amazing things one of them I was actually in class with her um, when we were in school environment class no um, it was like a sociology class oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> like a random class but um, yeah her name's Lex she's doing like amazing things um, she has a, her own line neon apparel um, I'll definitely be seeing more of her um, we actually have there's actually a, a pop-up market coming up that okay. we're all vendors at. I'll definitely go into that later on, but that's happening on the 30th of this month. I'll talk about that later, but uh, we're going to be vendors there. And I'm so excited because when I saw her, I'm like, I, you know what? I never forget a face. And mm-hmm. I ran into her at the market today and I'm like, I know you. 
She's mm. like, yeah, I'm like, you were my social class, Lex. And she's like, oh my gosh. And wow. she, yeah, like I never forget her face. So definitely seeing her. Um, you know where this, uh, where the event, where the pop is gonna be? Um, the, it's at sixteen oh, I think it's sixteen oh five or sixteen oh three. I'm pretty sure it's sixteen oh five. Okay. Um, Queen Street West. Okay. On November thirtieth, it's from five p.m. to midnight. So definitely come out, support. There's gonna be games. There's gonna be food. There's gonna be prizes. So much. So, so much to be done. And even if you don't come support me, there's a bunch of local Toronto artists that are going to mm. be there. Okay. So we want to keep, we want to keep our artistry local. We want to keep supporting local creatives. You know what I mean? Okay. For sure. Yeah. For so sure. definitely um, invite people out. I, I, I hope to see you there. Yeah, man. I'm definitely going to be there. All um, right. The 30th is a Sunday. It's no, a Saturday. Saturday. It's, it's a Saturday. Saturday. It's a Saturday. Okay. Only reason I know is because I just booked another session, <laughs> uh, recording session on the 28th. Okay. So you have no excuse so, not to come. Yeah, exactly. So I've got no plans on the 30th <laughs> okay. right now, but I'm going to put this in there. Maybe I bring a date. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> never know. Young Pro Talks finds love. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new segment right there <laughs> <laughs> on next week's episode. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, man. man. Well, and, and the last thing um, I'll say is um, I talked about share whenever you can. Mm-hmm. I talked about that, right? Yeah. Reselling with purpose. I'll even I'll throw in a bonus to the the three rules. Um, ask for better solutions because mm-hmm. we as consumers have so much power mm-hmm. in our hands mm-hmm. that we don't realize it. Right, and these right. industries are producing what they're producing because we we give them we give them, you know, gateway to do what they're doing. Yeah, and yeah. until we make the conversation evident to them that we want change, they won't do what we need them to do. Okay, okay, yeah. I feel like this is. Uh, I did skip a question. It seems like, oh, but bring you kind of answered it right now, which yeah. was, uh, what can people do to find more eco friendly clothing options? Oh yeah, can, and, there's um like I said, uh, my friend is doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually downloaded an app. And that mm. app gives you a list of um, different eco-friendly brands. Um, there's not a lot of Toronto brands on there, unfortunately. Mm. So, you know, mm. fingers crossed. Hopefully, I'll be one of the first ones on there. But the name of the app is... You will Go- be, brother. You will be. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> and the, name, the name of the app is Good On You. Uh, so, basically, good like Good you. and then O-N, um, U. So, it gives you a list of um, different sustainable initiatives happening across the world and okay. different brands that are doing amazing things. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's, that's the first part in having that conversation. That's there's, good. There's that's definitely good. resources out there. Um, if people want to hit me up, even not just to patronize my brand, but just to talk about sustainability in general, mm-hmm. feel free to reach me. I'll give you my information later on. Yeah, you'll be giving yeah. it like right now, actually. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, man. So, so appreciate you coming through. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, how can people get in touch with you to reach okay. out to you to talk about sustainability? Okay, get them fly hats. <laughs> before before I, I give my information, I I want to to kind of leave it off with this with this phrase um, that I saw the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna read it because I, I didn't memorize it for being. Oh, I was gonna say, man, yeah, you yeah. remember all these phrases? No, no, man, <laughs> I, I'm not that smart. <laughs> but um, it talks about because I talk about like. People not under, we, we tend to fear what we don't understand. 100%. You know, especially when it comes to any creative or anything that's going on this planet. Mm-hmm. Until it, it is done, mm-hmm. we see it's impossible, right? Right. And I, I'm going to read this right now. It says, the world divides us into camps based on what we're, based on what we're most afraid of. Mm-hmm. And all too often, mm-hmm. we join in, mm-hmm. ignoring or villainizing the voice that challenge our preferred vision of reality. Wow. Wow. And I, I'm like speechless right now, <laughs> man. That no, for real. Like that's like, wow. Yeah. Like, I just want you to like 
Let that, let that simmer. Let that sit. Can you, can you just say it one more time? I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to bring it back one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and it basically says, the world divides us into camps based on what we're most afraid of. And all too often, we join in, ignoring or villainizing the voices that challenge our preferred vision of reality. Wow. That's so, that's like so reflective of society. It, yeah. Of how we treat people or think about people based on where they are geographically, yeah. about their social status, about their income levels. 100%. Like it's all of that encompassed. All, all of it. In one statement, there in you one go. phrase. There you go. Wow, man, that was powerful. I like you. I felt that. <laughs> you felt that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to oh, say. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to say something, but I don't know what, you it, know, is. You know what it is. I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, really oh, appreciate man. that. Was great, man. I really enjoyed you coming through. Oh, really happy we found the time to do this because I was we were worried that we yeah. weren't gonna be able to do it. I know, I know, you know. But it was a quick one. But I'm I'm really happy mm. that you came through. Learned a lot, man. I hope the people learned a lot. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, so people can get in touch with you. Um, yeah. How can they find out? Um, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, uh, basically, yeah. Um, if you go to the Instagram, so that's um Huri underscore Movement. So H U R I underscore movement that's the instagram handle and if the website it should be up by the end of this month i'm pushing on that right now which will be here movement.com mm-hmm. and if you want to i mean look for the events you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I try to be online as much as possible but i try to do most of my transactions in person because i love right. building that relationship 100 you know so definitely hit me up um I would put my phone number, but at the same time, it's like, mm. that's a bit dangerous. Yeah, it's definitely so, dangerous, man. So if you look up the brand, you will find me. They can slide in the DM. That's much safer. <laughs> I, my girlfriend might kill me, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, um, I embrace every part. Uh, like I said, I'm a big fan of collaboration. If mm. people want to reach out to me, mm. to be a part of an Afrocentric, sustainable movement, Mm-hmm. That embraces the best parts of you. Mm-hmm. We can definitely create something beautiful, and not only to fashion, but beyond that as well. Because I'm, I like to consider myself a futurist. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I don't want to get too Kanye on you right now, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I embrace every part of this journey, and this that's journey great. of self discovery is amazing because every day is a different chapter. That's and, and your story is yours to tell, right? Yes, that's beautiful, man. Mm. It really is. <laughs> really appreciate you coming out, man. It was a great time. Um, if you guys would like to get in touch with us, you can go to our website, mm. youngprostalk.com. Mm-hmm. Like us on Facebook, Young Pros Talk. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Young Pros Talk. Y'all can hit us up in the DM too. And, there you go. There you, you know, go. Talk if you, get your merch. Get your merch, guys. <laughs> I appreciate the, get your merch. the advertiser. <laughs> really, all right. Appreciate you uh, listening to podcast y'all have a great one see lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.